0: Organic farming is steadily increasing. That's good. Pour parler euh, d'agriculture et, et d'Europe à la jeunesse. The climate warms. Erfahrt immer weitere Teile der Welt. Farmers help us bring nature back and preserve biodiversity.
1: Ceux qui sont dans le rouge s'en sortent quand ils font plus vert. La qualité dans ce pays, elle doit être là pour tous.
2: Welcome to our latest edition of Food for Europe, and today we're talking about the European Union's system of geographical indications. If you've ever enjoyed prosciutto di parma, poulet de bresse, or halloumi cheese, you've consumed a product that benefits from an EU geographical indication, or GI. Joao Onofre, head of unit for geographical indications in the European Commission's DG Agri, joins me now. Welcome.
3: Thank you, Stephen.
2: João, to start us off, what exactly is a geographical indication?
3: Geographical indications are the jewel of the crown of European agriculture. They identify value-added products that are linked to region. They are registered and protected and they provide value-added for producers and guarantees for consumers. The particular requirements of a geographical indication are established by the producer groups themselves according to the tradition. What they actually have to demonstrate in order to be protected at European level is the link between these specifications and the territory in question.
2: Well, Italy has many examples of GIs, and one of them is Aceto Balsamico di Modena, balsamic vinegar from the foodie paradise of Modena in the Emilia-Romagna region. It's a unique and surprisingly versatile condiment, used on everything from salads to strawberries. Food for Europe visited Modena to speak to the president of the Association of Producers of Aceto Balsamico di Modena, Mariangela Grossoli.
0: We're here in my company, it's a family company which has created part of the history of balsamic vinegar. That's because my father was one of the four entrepreneurs who created the market as we know it today for balsamic vinegar in the early 70s. So it's a company that specializes in the production of balsamic vinegar from Modena, which is a protected geographical indication. Balsamic vinegar from Modena as a GI has just two ingredients, wine vinegar and concentrated grape must, so grape juice that's been reduced by heat. And so, using these two ingredients that don't have fixed characteristics, but that can have so many different characteristics, means that we get many different types of balsamic vinegar. And this is the strength of the product, because it's highly versatile. And it has a thousand different uses in cuisine.
2: But it would seem there are just as many ways for outsiders to muscle in on a GI.
0: According to them, a product made with wine vinegar and grape must is called basemic vinegar. They say this rule is consistent with national rules and European law as it relates to vinegars because in the single market we have rules for products. And there are of course rules that govern the production and marketing of vinegars.
2: Three years ago, the European Court of Justice ruled that the term aceto balsamico is not protected under EU law in the single market, it's only the moderner bit that gives the Italians their edge in the market. Perhaps, understandably, rows like this one leave a sour taste, quite unlike the delicate sweetness of Aceto Balsamico itself. And Mariangela angela is pressing the Italian government to intervene.
0: It's a product that's highly in demand. 92% of basemic vinegar from Modena is exported. It's the leading export of all our protected geographical indications. So it's not surprising that export destinations would like to make it themselves. We know that outside Europe we have limited protection beyond a few bilateral trade accords.
2: Mariangela Grosoli there, President of the Consortium of Aceto Balsamico Producers in Modena. Now, Joao Onofre from DG Agri, you're still with us. Give us some general reflections about the challenges that GI products face, even in the single market.
3: Enforcement is key to the geographical indication system. We have to make sure that consumers, when seeing the logo, get what they expect in seeing that logo. And for that, a major effort is required at all levels. Primarily at the level of the producer groups, they are the first interested in making sure. And then member states, and finally the European Commission, by making sure that all efforts are coordinated between member states in order to combat fraud.
2: We're also talking about geographical indications today because the European Commission is proposing new legislation for this sector. Why are you doing that?
3: The new proposal aims at making the GI system fit for the future, namely at the light of the farm to fork. So it's for the first time there are provisions about sustainability in the terms of reference of GIs. We are addressing protection at the level of new sales domains. are reinforcing the role of producer organizations in order that they can act as enforcers. The legislation also seeks to bring
2: food and wine under one umbrella regulation for the first time. It's now with the European Parliament and the Council, the EU's national governments, and both institutions will consider the Commission's proposal. In the Parliament, the lead MEP on this dossier is Paolo Di Castro a professor of agricultural economics who represents the Emilia-Romagna region. João, he shared with me his reaction when he first read the proposal your team put together. Let's hear that first and then get your reaction.
3: I noticed
1: first and foremost the positive aspects, for example, relating to simplification and the protection of geographical indications in the digital market, in e-commerce. There are also aspects of the proposal which we're concerned about. For example, the role assigned to the European Union Intellectual Property Organization, which supervises trademarks. This is a cultural approach completely different from geographical indications, which link a product to a territory, not to a trademark. So there are some amendments to make, for
2: sure. João, as Paulo de Castro was mentioning there, your proposal suggests a greater role for the European Union Intellectual Property Office, UIPO, in protecting GIs. But you heard his reservations. Why did you take the approach you did on this particular issue?
3: We are actually proposing to establish a technical assistance with UIPO in order to accelerate and to deliver on a major concern of the producers, which is the timing for the application of their geographical indications. It is important to use whatever resources are there to simplify the procedures, and on the other side, making sure that there are reasonable registration times. It is fundamental to stress that political responsibility on the registration of a file would always remain on the hands of the Commission.
2: Well, that's already one area where there's likely to be a vigorous discussion. But Paolo de Castro outlined to us why, overall, he's strongly supportive of the Commission's work to update the
1: GI system.
2: I'd say it's a great opportunity, finally,
1: to have a framework regulation that covers all geographical indications, both for wines and for foods. Especially because it's become such an important sector. We're not talking any longer about a few cultural curiosities from a few EU member states. We're talking about a strategic asset that represents 80 billion euros of turnover in the European Union. So we needed a framework regulation, and this is a strong opportunity to move forward in this
2: respect. Paolo de Castro suggested to me how MEPs could seek to amend the Commission's proposal on the basis that many geographical indications, in his view, can be supervised primarily at national level.
1: So, we, as the parliament, will make proposals to simplify this process by creating a dual-track system. The vast majority of the 8,000 or so geographical indications in Europe are small-scale, with limited local markets. So, this would simplify the system enormously. Let's take an example. Castelluccio lentils from Umbria, a remarkable product, but one that doesn't really reach far outside the region itself. It's absurd to compare this product to, say, Grana Padano or Comte Cheese, which are worth billions of euros and are sold everywhere in the world.
2: Joao Onofre, we're back with you. It's early days for this legislative proposal. What are your reflections on that idea from Paolo de Castro?
3: I fully understand the concerns that are behind the issue of a possible two-tier system for geographical indications. What is, however, very complicated to address and risks causing additional burden to the system is the management of these two systems and how exactly the protection would work at European level. It is important also to give to all the geographical indications the same level of protection. Who knows, some of these GIs that today are local could become very important standard bearers for European agriculture.
2: Well, we're going back to Italy now. While we were in Emilia-Romagna sampling the complex and compelling aceto balsamico, We caught up with Davide Vernocchi from Conerpo, the umbrella organization for Italian fruit and vegetables, which is the biggest such national organization in Europe.
1: We're in Villanova di Ravenna at My Fruit Farm, which is around 20 hectares of land that produces nectarines, apricots and pears. The pears and the nectarines benefit from GI status.
2: As Davide pointed out to us, the problems of imitation, evocation and outright fraud don't necessarily come from other countries –
1: they're happening right under his nose. We often find that fruit coming from other regions gets labelled under our GIs. The GIs apply to a limited geographical region, so from time to time there are shortages. So we see fraudsters buy fruit elsewhere and pass them off as our GI fruit, which is unacceptable. Thankfully, we're beginning to get to grips with this problem, but we need to exercise maximum vigilance. We
2: tried to interview someone from Nas, a police unit in Italy that helps producers like Davide enforce their GI protections. Unfortunately, that wasn't possible. But Davide gave us his thoughts on how Italy is managing these ongoing challenges.
1: Sadly, the world is full of sneaky people who want to imitate the unique characteristics that reflect the history of a particular geographical area. Whether we're talking about NAS or about the Ministry of Agriculture's anti-fraud unit, which also has a strong role, I have to say that they have put in place a system of detailed checks. From my point of view as a producer, the work the Italian authorities are doing is highly appreciated for the results they've been able to obtain.
2: Davide Vernocchi there, fighting against food fakes and fraud. Joan Onofre, a final word from you on the Commission's efforts to protect GIs on the market. What about outside the single
3: market and the European economic area? We have been for more than 20 years negotiating commitments on protection of GIs. We have now an agreement of geographical indications with China, Japan, Latin American countries. This is fundamental to make sure that we gain market access in third countries and we get protection of our names from abuse in international markets. The task is not yet completed because every different country of the world has different rules, but from our side, it is very clear that geographical indications are going to be always our number one priority in bilateral trade agreements.
2: João Onofre, thanks for being with us today and good luck with guiding your legislative proposal to a successful
3: conclusion. Thank you very much, Stephen. It has been a pleasure.
2: Thanks to my other guests too for their contributions. Different perspectives, but a common desire to nurture and protect Europe's unique heritage of food and drink. That wraps up this edition of Food for Europe. So, whether your favorite protected geographical indication is Roquefort or, of course, Alceto Balsamico di Modena, we wish you, as always, bon appetit. Until next time. Organic farming is steadily
0: increasing. That's good. Pour
2: parler d'agriculture et d'Europe à la jeunesse.
0: The climate change affects ever more parts of the world. Farmers help us bring nature back and preserve biodiversity. Ceux qui sont dans le rouge s'en sortent quand
1: ils font plus vert. La qualité dans ce pays, elle doit être là pour tous.